Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 2631. On Tuesday this week, we got a lot more information about Star Wars Hunters, the video game that's coming in 2022, and it started off with a rather unusual debut during the Apple event that debuted the iPhone 13 and other stuff. And yeah, who cares about the iPhone stuff? Let's talk about Star Wars Hunters. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So apparently Star Wars Hunters is going to have some kind of story element but it's not entirely obvious what that's going to be at the moment. The only way they are indicating it is by placing it within a certain time within the timeline and by talking about factions and talking about the fact that the characters that they've introduced so far have their own backgrounds. So so there's apparently storytelling elements to their characters, there's narrative behind their backstories and stuff like that, and so it'll be kind of interesting to see if we get maybe other spin-off media that perhaps explores the characters a little more deeply. At least that's how I'm reading the fact that they're even bothering to place it within a certain point in the canon timeline and to say anything about these particular characters, of which nine of them have been debuted, have been revealed with little snippets about what the characters are about. And according to the releases, these are just a few of the characters, so this is not the full set. More of them are yet to be revealed. But this is all taking place on a different planet. It's a planet called Vespara. And hunters from across the galaxy are supposed to be competing in the Serena and engaging in third-person combat. So basically, what it sounds like is Apex Legends, but Star Wars. Or Overwatch, but Star Wars. Or Fortnite, but Star Wars, essentially. But first, let's put this in a little bit of context. According to the release, it says, Set after the fall of the Galactic Empire, so there's your timeline situation, Star Wars Hunters will connect players in real time to compete in 4v4 team battles in arena settings inspired by iconic Star Wars locales. So, so far they've showed us a, a stadium, if you will, an arena that looks inspired by the locale on Tatooine that kind of reminds you of pod racing situations, right? And there's also on the Star Wars Hunters website something with artwork that suggests that one of the Star Wars locales that will be coming to the game is a Hoth-inspired arena as well. And the game is going to be coming to the Nintendo Switch and also to Apple and Android mobile devices. And it's going to be free to play. And they took pains to say that you don't need a Nintendo membership to be able to download and play the game either. I'm sure there will be ample opportunities <laughs> to spend money within the game, a la Apex Legends or Fortnite or Overwatch. But, you know, we'll get there eventually, I'm sure. For now, we can talk about how players will compete according to the official release as daring bounty hunters, heroes of the rebellion, holdouts of the fallen empire, and other combatants from familiar factions and species in an action game that immerses players in fast-paced and visually stunning Star Wars conflict. There's a video reveal that happens that you know sort of gives you a flavor for the characters also, and I will link to that at the blog post for this show's episode and on the show notes for the episode two. And primarily featured in this sort of cinematic trailer are two characters one from the you know the evil side if you will and one from the good side so Reeve R-A-E-V-E is our evil character who is described as a dark side combatant 
Specifically, this is how she's described as a shrewd dark side warrior here to sow wickedness throughout the arena. And in the cinematic, her primary opposition is Aran Tal. This Mandalorian stalwart is here to call out the wicked and serve up fiery justice. And we do get to see flamethrowing gauntlets in action as well as Reeve's red lightsaber. Where Reeve got this thing from, who knows? And we don't necessarily know whether she is actually a force user. I Obviously, people can swing lightsabers without being force users, but so far, that particular power has not been displayed. It wasn't shown in the cinematic, as far as I can tell, at least. And then rounding out the other characters, the nine total include Zena, who is a veteran of the Rebel Alliance and a hero to the New Republic. But it seems like that would be a cool power to give for an arena fight, I would imagine. And on the light side, this is a little unusual and kind of funny in its way. There is a character, it's a droid apparently, J-3DI or 3D1. It's hard to tell with the font choice on the website, but basically Jedi is is what the play on words is and it's a one-of-a-kind droid programmed to believe that the force is with him now whether that droid can use the force is another thing entirely I mean you know everything that we've experienced suggests the answer to that is no but I feel like if you're gonna have a dark side person who can use the force you probably would want to have a light side person who can use the force to some degree as well and that in itself suggests that the time frame of the game isn't just immediately after the fall of the empire but that the new republic has had some time to set up so yeah maybe after the total fall of the empire so like after 5 aby there's also sentinel who is a remnant of the empire unwilling to accept defeat sentinel wears a stormtrooper's uniform a stormtrooper's armor i should say and it does kind of remind you of say you know cardinal from the first order in the sense that it's not just a completely faceless stormtrooper that maybe there is a level of expertise you know, and some sort of elite aspect to this person in the stormtrooper corps where they might have their own name sentinel perhaps. Then there's Amara Vex, who's a bounty hunter, helmeted. It says, always looking for the bounty, always on the hunt. Vex never loses. And then there's also Graz, a Wookiee warrior with a penchant for disarming droids and his opponents, of course. And we see Graz waving around what appear to be the arms of a K2 series security droid like K2SO from Rogue One. And that kind of makes me think of the off-world Jawas that we saw, say, like on Arvala 7 in The Mandalorian. So, you know, it almost makes you wonder if we're actually further along in the timeline, closer to, say, The Mandalorian's timeline than, say, for example, the Aftermath Alphabet Squadron timeline of stories. Which, of course, has its humorous elements, but real funny stuff is brought to you by two other particular characters. One of them is Slingshot, who's an Ugnaught that's converted a droidica, a destroyer droid, into, for all intents and purposes, a wheel bike, and who comes flying into the arena with a lot of attitude and excitement. And then Utuni, that's how it's, you know... <laughs> pronounced spelled u-t-o-o-n-i which is basically two jawas one standing on the shoulders of another so it's like that joke about you know <laughs> multiple people under a trench coat basically and they have a hidden arsenal of weapons uh jawa scrappers with an arsenal of hidden firepower is how it's officially described 
Now, even though they talk about story elements and place it in a timeline, it doesn't seem like there's going to be any sort of campaign element to this, no story that you're going to play through. It just looks like four by four or four v four team battles where you try and figure out squad synergies and defeat other people playing online and that sort of thing. But like I said at the top, the fact that they're taking the time to place it in a certain era and to give backstories to these characters does suggest that maybe some other media related to Hunters is in the offing. So we'll keep an eye on that for you. And a couple of last notes for you, just random stuff. First of all, there's a little thing that you know shows up at the very beginning that has an Arbesh message that pops up hologram-like and that says fight with an exclamation point in Arbesh in case you were wondering. And and there's a big thing shown at the end of the trailer like hovering over everything and that supposedly is called the hut ship and it is the command center overseeing the arena and so apparently somehow the huts are involved in this and this seems to be you know giving the implication also that it's being broadcast across the galaxy so similar to pod racing where people are probably watching pod races you know all across the galaxy the your story, the presentation of Star Wars Hunters is that these battles in these arenas are being broadcast you know, maybe over the holonet, maybe over the hut net, <laughs> whatever it is, all over the galaxy. And that's what I've got for you for today's episode of the show. <laughs> Just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always, and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.